Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to week 13. Week 12 was kind of a mess, and our last game was on Wednesday. And so now we are, well, you know, I'm saying week 13 is kind of be a mess because we have two Monday night games. We have two Tuesday night games. With that said, Jed, Jim, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Well, hey, guys, what did you guys think of the, uh, what was it, Wednesday afternoon game? I did not realize it was Wednesday afternoon, and I suddenly see all of these different updates, and I thought it was a Wednesday night game. Jed, did you watch any of the game at all? You know, I didn't. I was at work, and it just kind of caught me by surprise, and I mean, I was checking um, scores. That was about it, uh, but that was kind of weird. Yes. Uh, Jim, what about you? Well, I watched the Today Show every morning, and they were saying that partly just because um, NBC had their schedule Rockefeller Christmas lighting, that they made NBC um, play the game in the afternoon. But you can tell Pittsburgh and Baltimore, I mean, the rush showed after not playing for a few weeks. Oh, my gosh. It was just weird. I was just sitting there at my desk, and next thing you know, I see Chase Claypool in the red zone. I said, what in the world is that? I thought it was an evening game. So it was a sloppy game. The only thing that I really did notice was that, Jed, I'm not sure about you, Marquise Brown actually did pretty well. He had a 70-yard touchdown. It was probably his longest touchdown of the year and something he hasn't done in weeks. Yeah, and he's probably sitting on a bunch of waiver wires because a lot of people have given up on him. So that was interesting. Yep. So, well, hey, uh, Lamar Jackson is back this week. Robert Griffin the third goes back. Uh, Jim, uh, Benny Snell. If James Conner doesn't play this week, are you even starting him in your league? You know, I I just – I think he's there. I, I just know that there's a number of other running backs out there on the waiver wire that I'd much rather get. For instance, um, no one knows what's going to happen to Josh Jacobs out in Oakland. Um, so I think his backup um, – Devontae Booker. Devontae Booker actually would be a really good pickup. Um, Willie, Willie, Willie Gallman. Um, I picked up as well too, and I think those two I would play ahead of Benny Snell. Um, Gallman, is it no Wayne Gallman? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm off this week. Gallman, I I picked him up in a couple of my leagues, and he's actually scored touchdowns in each of the last three games, and he would actually be somebody I would consider picking up even before Snell. Well, Jed, you you are all loving Wayne Gallman, all right? You are on the Wayne Gallman train, and if you had a chance between Wayne Gallman and the Naheem Himes. Or a uh, what do you call it? Who would you pick? Well, or Benny I'll, Snell? I'll throw out a third name for you, which is Latavius Murray. Interesting. Okay, Latavius Murray is out there. I'm big on him. I think um, with any time with Taysom Hill back there, I think Latavius Murray is actually the guy to have. I think yeah. uh, Alvin Kamara has not been doing well, but yes, I love Wayne Gallman. But Antonio Freeman is back, so we got to see what's going to happen with that. But Gallman has—he's been a touchdown machine, basically getting all the goal line carries, and its volume has been great. He's been at 20 carries almost every game. So yeah, even with Daniel Jones out and Colt McCoy being the backup playing this week i actually think they'll need him more for gallman especially with colt mccoy coming in because you don't have daniel jones who's got the mobility and being able to throw so they're going to have to rely on gallman yeah well but i'll throw our fourth one jed cam Akers from the rams i actually think that you're going to start seeing dobbins Akers, and swift as the rookie running backs actually really start excelling here in this end of the uh uh nfl season yeah, the only thing is when Akers played before, he just wasn't that great. But I hear you. There's definitely the potential there. Um, so, you know, it seems like that could be an option. Um, but, yeah, Dobbins, too, is the one that I've 
I've got him on my bench yeah. on a couple leagues. I'm um, just kind of scared to pull the trigger because I'm worried yep. that Gus Edwards yep. or Mark yep. is going to get the carries. That is the biggest concern I have about Dobbins is suddenly you have Lamar Jackson who loves his running. Gus Edwards, who loves, gets those carries straight up the middle. Mark Ingram is going to be back, and J.K. Dobbins. Now, DeAndre Swift, especially coming back from his concussion, Adrian Peterson has said to the press that, hey, he just did not look good ever since his uh, concussion. And so you're concerned about whether he plays again this week. Uh, but Cam Akers, the only reason I like him is Henderson has not been doing well since his quad injury. And so Cam Akers, with that long 50-yard touchdown run, I mean, not a touchdown run, 50-yard run, he might actually be doing pretty well this week. I know we might. I know we've talked in the past about trades that we regret. The other fourth rookie running back that I wish I kept, Antonio Gibson. In one of my leagues, I traded him for Tyler Boyd. And now you wish you kept him. Yeah, but the good thing is, and Jim, in your dynasty league, you have Antonio Gibson. So that's oh, yeah. Good. yeah. In my dynasty league, I went Antonio Gibson, C.D. Lamb. Um, I think I have uh, Justin Jefferson in that one. No, I don't have Jefferson. Justin but, Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. And I was like, you know what? These rookies have done great for me in this dynasty league. Hey, if you guys remember uh, Antonio Gibson, a lot of times for those who are listening, you got he will be one of the top running backs, probably the second, third round next year. And Ron Rivera and the coaching staff said, man, he reminds us of Christian McCaffrey. And in the last couple of weeks, he's done really, really well, him and actually J.D. McKissick. So, hey, let me just go through some of the news and notes. For many teams, this is the last week before we hit the playoffs. And so, for instance, I know one of the leagues – Jimmy and I, there's a 16 playoffs. I am in number seven. Jimmy's in number six in our league. I have to either have him lose or I win and gain some extra points to surpass him. So that is what I am hoping. But it is do or die for this week. And so let me just actually run through some players for us to talk through. Is Chris Carson remains limited on Thursday. Carlos Hyde will not play this week. David Johnson returns to practice. Jed, if David Johnson uh, returns, are you putting him in your flex or starting him in your running back position? Yeah, I was just looking at who who is uh, Houston playing this week. Um, Um, Houston is playing. um, Oh, they're playing the Colts. Yeah, Houston has looked really well. Um, They've been, you know, and the offense, you know, that's a good one because now that uh, Will Fuller is out, you could imagine that they might have to run the ball a little bit more. So I like that uh, with David Johnson coming back. And I've got him on my IR in at least one league. I think the other thing about David Johnson is he can catch the ball out of the backfield. And so you're right, without Will Fuller, I mean, Brandon Cooks is good, but he's he's still somewhat old, right? So the durability is going to be an issue. And if the other two second and third receivers are not going to do as well too, they're going to have to rely on David Johnson. Jim, for you this week, Zach Ertz practices on Thursday, probably will play this Thursday. It's your game right before the playoffs. You really need a spot. Are you willing and putting your eggs in Zach Ertz as your starting tight end? Not right now. I mean, unless you're really desperate. If you have Dallas Goddard, I would say that they're going to go still more for Goddard um, than Ertz. Um, I mean, if you've seen the last few weeks, they still have Rodgers kind of running some routes and he caught a touchdown last week. So I would, out of the three, I would take a chance more on Goddard than Ertz. Okay, but let me see. Let me paint you this scenario. It's my, I have to get into the playoffs. I have three tight ends that I need to pick. Which one would you start? 
Is it Zach Ertz coming off of injured reserve, or is it Mike Gusecki with um, uh, Patrick playing, or are you playing Noah Fant? Which so you think? Playing, I, I actually think they're going to go. I, if I were you, I would play Gusecki. The Dolphins are playing the Bengals. Um, the Bengals are reeling right now. Um, I think Fitzpatrick is going to score at least two, maybe three touchdowns. Um, and one of them usually is a tight end. So I, I would take a chance more on Gusecki than the other two. Yeah. What and would I'll you do? Give, I'll, I'll give you um, a counter argument for Noah Fan, which is that Drew Locke is coming back. And so, oh. yeah, and they're playing, um, they're playing the Chiefs, so it's going to be a high-scoring game, a lot of passing. Um, so I think you have a decent argument for Noah Fan as well. Yeah. Got it. Well, hey, okay. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Let me, let me just say, I, I wasn't with you guys on Tuesday. The reason why Tommy and I are battling it out for the last playoff spot is because Tyree Kill killed my team. I scored. I was the second highest scorer, but the person I was playing against had Tyree Kill. By the time he scored all those points, I was done in the first half. <laughs> Jen, let me add, uh, Kenny Galladay is absent from Thursday's practice. Are you even playing Marvin Jones this week against the Bears? You know what? I'm not. And Tommy, I'll throw this out to you guys. I I dropped Matt Stafford in two different leagues, um, basically getting ready for the playoffs. I don't want him as my backup. Um, and I just think that the Lions are on the downswing. So I'm, I basically have moved on from uh, Lions players. You don't think the head coach might put a change in the head coach might potentially change Stafford and how the offense is run? Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, um, we've seen that like in tech, like with Houston, you know, once the head coach went out, the offense really picked up. So that's a good call. You could definitely try that. I just, in my mind, I was like, man, this this team has not been producing. Um, Matt Stafford's only had one touchdown the last two weeks. Uh, yeah. So I just, that's not enough. Yeah. On a side note, let me just say that. Reading all the news from Detroit, the players, former and current, really hated Mike Patricia. He was really terrible. Yeah. So this Patriot ways of doing things, I've seen the only one who has seemingly done well is Joe Judge over in New York. But all these different guys come in, brings the Patriot way of doing things, my way or the highway. It just does not work. We well, saw that. We're seeing that with Mike Patricia. The Patriot way only works if you're winning championships. Yeah. I mean, if you're not winning championships, no one wants to suffer through you know, that regime. So it makes sense. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why I, I don't know if I would make an argument to keep Stafford, but I would make an argument to potentially play Swift and potentially even play uh, Marvin Jones. Because think about it. If they hate their coach so much, this is more of a statement game for them. They're going to try to do well so that they can show that their coach who they didn't like didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, I like that argument. And against the Bears, you could see them coming out and winning. That's for sure. Hey, Jim, let me – well, okay, definitely against the Bears. Speaking of that, Mitchell Trubisky will be starting over Nick Foles once again. And so uh, the only player uh, – let's see, Allen Robinson, David Montgomery. Jim, would you start David Montgomery? He did pretty well last uh, last Sunday night. I would, right? I, I think um, uh, I think both Allen Robinson and David Montgomery, I think, is actually going to do well. You can see that with um, the head coach Nagy not calling the plays, they actually started doing more running plays at the beginning of the first quarter up towards the beginning of the second quarter. But once here's, uh, Green Bay started scoring, they abandoned it. You know, so I actually think that Allen Robinson and Allen Robinson and um, David Montgomery. 
will be beneficiaries of it. Yeah. yeah, Montgomery is my sleeper for this week, actually. I think so. Montgomery had over 100 yards last week on only 10 carries. Um, I think they're going to feature him a lot more this week. And so I think he's, I'm putting him back into my starting lineups for this weekend. The one thing I will say about with Trubisky, all right, he is aggressive. Now, reckless at times where he just throws interception, but he does get his yardage. And you will see 290 yards, maybe in the low threes with two touchdowns, but you also get three interceptions along the way doing it. Well, I've been kind of re- – I don't know if you – I know we're all from Chicago, so we were listening to uh, Sports Radio this week, and Nagy was criticized this week because he says the offense is not clicking. Defense, you guys got to pick up the slack. And a lot of the commentators were saying, you don't go out publicly like this and throw your offense under the bus. And so I think actually Trubisky, because he's playing for a contract, might start trying to prove himself – which will now make Robinson and also Montgomery valuable assets for the playoffs. But as Tony Dungy mentioned on Sunday night's game, and he usually does not call a team out. He says, man, this is actually the Bears have quit on their head coach. The Bears have quit on this game. And in some sense, actually, you watched that game against Green Bay and just they just did not do well. They just completely quit. <clears throat> hey, uh, Jim, let me ask you, DJ Chark is limited in practice. He's coming back to play. They are playing one of the Worst pass defenses in the Minnesota Vikings. Mike Lennon's going to start once again. Are you playing Chark? You know, I have Chark in a couple of my leagues, and right now I don't, only because um, I've got a couple of other players that i rather play. For instance, Debo Samuel, who just came back and scored close to 20 fantasy points. Chark, so Chark would not be, but I would play James Robinson if you had him on your team, which, by the way, was another great pickup that I found this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Jimmy made a lot of trades because I had him on a couple of waivers, and Jimmy was just trading me for James Robinson because he really loved James Robinson. Hey, let me ask Jimmy one more time now. Go some uh, back to Jed as well too. Josh Gordon officially reinstated by the NFL. Are you even looking at him at all? No, he's like a Mike Des Bryant, right? Yeah, no, I mean, and especially in Seattle, that's the problem is there's two great wide receivers ahead of him. I'm a huge Josh Gordon fan. I play, I mean, I, I had Gordon bring me to the championships a couple different times, um, but he's, and it's perfect for Seattle. Seattle, great, you know, pick up for them to have him as a third wide receiver, but for fantasy purposes, it's like Antonio Brown. There's just not enough to go around there um, in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And Jed, I saved the best for last for you. Young Hoku is, will be playing this week. Yes, no, he, I got 20-some points from him last week, so <laughs> we'll enjoy that. Jim, I was messing with him because he dropped Justin Tucker for Young Hoku. So, hey, look, I mean, you can make the argument that at the beginning of the season it was Tucker, it was the kicker from um, Kansas, um, you know, who people were going after, and – Koo from Atlanta has been great. I mean, he's actually scored. They were. I was reading the stat the other day. In the since week six, he's scored more fantasy points than DeAndre Hopkins, than um, you know, than Jade, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, that guy is a beast as a kicker. You know what? And this is a good um, tidbit for anyone going into the playoffs. If you know you're going into the playoffs. Don't forget to look at your defense and your kicker. Um, don't mm-hmm. neglect those positions for week 14 and week 15. I just went through and actually um, started picking up some defenses for week 14. And so don't forget those because oftentimes when the score is close, those guys yeah. will push you over. Do yeah. not worry anymore about reputation, what round draft pick, 
work on matchups and you got to sit there because if someone's playing against the Jaguars, someone's playing against the Jets, you're going to sit there and all day you're going to pick those guys. Dallas defense, terrible. I'm telling you, I was going back and looking at some of the rounds where my players are playing. If you looked at all the players you picked up in your first round, right, Kamara, Elliott, McCaffrey, all of them are out. The ones that usually do well, especially in the playoffs, second, third, and fourth rounds. Those are the ones that are going to help you during these playoffs. Honestly, a lot of times I think you guys make fun of me all the time. The only reason I've had a resurgence in the last couple weeks is because of Devontae Parker and Kenyon Drake. They've actually been doing pretty well, and that's why I've actually won a handful of games recently. I've actually been surprised by Drake. I actually did not think that guy was going to come back. Yeah, and he had a great second half last year, and it feels like it's coming back again this year too, and they're starting to feature him. I actually just dropped Chase Edmonds in a couple of leagues because he's definitely not valuable anymore, and Drake looks good. But here's the question I was trying to – if you had a dynasty league, would you keep Chase Edmonds? No. 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 You don't think so? Not yeah. if I have five spots, I'm not wasting a spot on Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Hey, just to let you know, the Bucks and the Pan- Panthers are the only two teams on by this week. Jed, is there a game? I, I know you usually love to look at the spread. Is there a game that sticks out to you this week? Yeah, there's a couple. Um, you know, I like uh, – oh, man, I'm going to forget on this. Um, you know, <laughs> I forgot. I had to pick this morning. I was like, you know, there's this one game that I want to pick, and I'm not forgetting which one it was, but um, – yeah, there's a lot of big spreads. Um, the Broncos Chiefs is one we talked about. It's a 14-point spread. Um, and as I said, Drew Locke coming back. So I actually think that'll be a little bit potentially closer there. Um, but, yeah, there, there's another one here. Um, I don't know if you had one, Jimmy, but I got to find the one that I was looking at. Um, go ahead. Hey, the one that I'm looking at, and Jimmy gives you some time to look it over, I'm looking at the Jackson Jaguars over the Minnesota Vikings. I love the very fact that Minnesota, even though they have Dalvin Cook, has a terrible pass defense. Mike Lennon did decently well. And so we're going to see Mike Lennon have another decent game. James Robinson is going to try to run it. But more so, you're going to see the passing game with Cole as well as DJ Chark throw the ball as well, too. So I actually have a feeling that Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, all the wide receivers will do well. But especially you're going to see the Jacksonville. Jaguars beat the Minnesota Vikings this week. Really? I don't think so. Um, but from a fantasy perspective, everyone has been saying you got to pick up Kirk Cousins as a quarterback because he's, he has scored close to almost two to three touchdowns in each of the last two to three games. Would you yeah. guys pick up Kirk Cousins? It, it really depends. I, I think a lot of times, like uh, Charlene uh, had Drew Brees, and so now she's starting Kirk Cousins because it comes down to Taysom Hill yeah, or Ted Bridgewater. So I would do that. It really depends on who it is. Oh, Taysom, everything's going through Taysom Hill. You know, like running touchdowns, potentially throwing touchdowns. Um, I wouldn't give up on Taysom Hill if I were her. Yeah. Hey, I, like Jed, the, oh. I, I like the Kirk Cousins um, pickup. I don't think that's a bad one at all. He has been playing pretty well. Um, I did find the one. So the Browns are playing the Titans. The Titans are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think the Browns this season, they've been playing pretty darn well. They have the right kind of formula to beat the Titans because they can go run heavy. Um, and the Titans, you've seen, they've every once in a while just kind of disappeared, um, you know, obviously other than Derrick Henry. And so I think that's a game that, you know, I could see the Browns pulling that one mm-hmm. off. The other one, the other interesting one is the Cardinals and the Rams. The mm-hmm. Rams are two and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. Obviously, the Rams a good defense. Cardinals have not looked great. 
Um, but I could see the Cardinals putting together a good game in that one. Um, Jared Goff has been terrible for the Rams yeah. the last couple of weeks. So I could see the Cardinals winning that one. Who is it on NFL Network? They kept calling Jared Goff the Mitchell Trubisky of the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chad, you know, you had Beckham in a couple of leagues, right? Can you imagine if he was still playing and they were going run heavy? He would be so frustrated and complaining in the press because he's not getting the ball. Well, yeah, or that the you know all the um, you know run heavy and then the pass you know to him would be good. You know, so it actually might not be a bad thing. But you know, we'll see. I don't think he's going to be a Brown anymore. I think after this season, he's gone. I actually, I mean, I actually think that sometimes the Browns are doing so much better because they don't have Beckham around. Because when Beckham, I mean, you're starting to see this even in Tampa Bay, right? Brady has to force that ball into Antonio Brown. And when you have these diva wide receivers, they're so stuck on trying to get the ball to them, they forget about the offense around them. And so, but you're starting to see with the Browns, they have Chubb, they have Hunt, Landry did great, Hooper's doing well. It just opens things up because you don't have to worry about one person. Um, by the way, do you have the the do you have the um Saints and Falcons? Who's supposed to win in that game? Do you, can you see the spread on that? Saints, because I actually think that the Saints could beat the Falcons on that. Hey, while Jed's looking at that, Jim, are you is Kareem Hunt someone that you're starting now? Look, you're you're battling for a last playoff spot. You're trying to secure your spot. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb is back. Are you playing him? Well, I'll tell you this: Nick Chubb is the primary back, and he's been doing great. Um, I, if it's between Gallman and Hunt, I'm gonna play Gallman. If, if it's between Akers and Hunt, I actually choose Akers before Hunt because I still think that Chubb is going to be the primary back in terms of running and also touchdowns. So The Saints are three-point favorites over the Falcons. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the Saints are supposed to win, but I, you know, that's interesting. I mean, the Falcons, yeah. I actually just picked up Matt Ryan, I think, in one of our leagues. So yeah. I could see that going down to the wire. I'll, I'll, I'll throw an interesting one out to you guys, though. I have a situation where I have to pick between Hopkins, Jefferson, and A.J. Brown. Mm. And, and I'm actually thinking of sitting Hopkins. Yeah. They're yeah. playing the Rams and playing either Brown or Jefferson over him. Yeah, yeah. I actually like that argument because A.J. Brown so far has really done well in the last couple of weeks. I love the direction of Tennessee Titans, especially with Derrick Henry. Everyone going up there to bottle him up, it opens the door for Brown. And he seems to do well evading and going through the tackles as well, too. Yeah, and then Justin Jefferson, they're playing the Jacksonville Jags. And, of course, last week, Jefferson, without Thielen there, had two touchdowns. Now, Thielen's yeah. back. Um, but still, they're playing the Jags, so you should see a lot of scoring. So, yeah, I, I think I'm actually going to sit Hopkins, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think I might have to do it. Jed, the only thing you want to pay attention to, I am reading here that Brown didn't practice on Thursday, and they just said just pay attention whether or not he's going to practice on Friday. Yeah, good call. I guess it's a hip thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jim, is there a player that you like as a sleeper that you think it's going to go well this week? Yeah, I was just looking at it right now. Um, Eagles versus Packers. Um, Miles Sanders has been a disappointment for me much of the season, but the Packers have been so vulnerable against the run. And you saw that with David Montgomery last week when they played. I actually think Miles Sanders will have a pretty decent game against the Packers. And so um, I think that he's somebody I, I would pick a rich con as well, too. 
So yeah, and mine is going to be Latavius Murray um, with the Saints against the Falcons. I think um, that's a pickup I'd want. And then the other one is um, we talked about Devontae Booker. Um, you know, they're the Raiders are playing the Jets. If Josh Jacobs is out, Devontae Booker could have a big game against the yeah. Jets. So I would pick him up. By the way, you still think that they're going to feed Murray? And Kamara's going to be okay with not having being part of the action. I I think it has to do with Taysom Hill. Like for yeah. some reason, with Taysom Hill in there, Murray just fits what they're doing better than Kamara, and it just takes away Kamara's like passing game. Yeah, I feel like I I don't know that they're doing it on purpose. I think it's just the way the scheme works. And honestly, it's just going to be one more week. Drew Brees should come back next week, so uh, Kamara will probably have one more bad game. Yeah. The stat that I saw the other day that was pretty funny was, I guess, since um, uh, Taysom Hill took over, Michael Thomas has received 76% of the throws coming from the quarterback. And they said usually the average, even for a star wide receiver, is 30%. Yeah. That's 76%. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, matchups. Let me – now, this is where I just need your help because I am stuck at the same time. So there's two scenarios I need your help in. One, Justin Herbert or uh, Josh Allen? Ooh. Justin Herbert's playing the Patriots, and the Patriots are not doing well. Um, Josh Allen is playing the 49ers, and I actually think that with all of the folks coming back, right, they've got Mulder coming back, Debo coming back. I actually think that the defense is starting to also pick up for the 49ers. I can see the 49ers beating um, the Bills and giving Allen a hard time, so I actually would go for Herbert. Chad, what do you think? Yeah, I like that argument, um, especially about the 49ers, because I like the 49ers playing well. I like Mostert back. Um, I've got Mostert starting in a couple leagues. I like Samuels coming back. So I do think that they could beat the Bills there. Um, and, you know, Justin Herbert has been a, a star. And so I, I can definitely see um, that pickup. Can I tell you something? I traded Tommy a couple of players and I threw in Mostert because I didn't think that guy was going to come back. And now he's got him. And, and I was looking at his team the other day. And I was like, oh. It's got a pretty decent team now heading into the playoffs. Well, speaking of that, this is where I'm stuck at because now I have too many good players. I don't know what to get rid of, and the trading deadline is over. So here's the situation I'm feeling. Which three would you pick? Uh, and here's Stefan Diggs, Chase Claypool, Mostert, Kenyon Drake, or Deontay Johnson. Out of those five, which three would you pick? Because this is where I'm stuck at. Stefan Diggs, Chase Claypool, Mostert, Deontay Johnson, and Kenyon Drake. I know Jed will say for sure picked the two running backs and decide yeah. amongst the other receivers. Yeah, I was going to say Stefan Diggs, Mostert, and Drake. Those are the three. Yeah, I think, yeah, Mostert, Mostert is a great pickup. Um, Drake is doing well. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would. I mean, I wouldn't try to guess between Claypool and Johnson. I actually would go for Diggs. Really? Okay, because I've been trying to figure out, should I start Diggs? Man, Deontay Johnson is usually doing well. Chase Claypool is someone that I could risk. But then they have in-and-out games last week. Both of them <clears throat> did not do very, very well, even though Chase Claypool had six catches. That's where I struggle with. The Steelers are playing Washington. Washington's got a good defense, you know? Um, and you never know who you're gonna who Roethlisberger is going to go for. Schuster, Claypool, Johnson. She take my chances on Diggs. Yeah. Okay. Good. Hey, let me run through some scenarios in the time that we have left. Okay. Jed, I'm going to start with you as well, too. T. Higgins or C.D. Lamb? Ooh, <laughs> that's a tough one, man. Neither of them are doing too good. 
Yeah, T. Higgins has been uh, man. I, you know, he he had a touchdown I think last week, and so he saved his uh, week. But that quarterback situation is I think one I would avoid. I'm gonna go with C.D. Lamb. They're playing the Ravens, but you know, hopefully there'll be a lot of points there. So I I take C.D. Lamb. Got it, Jim. Let me ask you a quick question. Out of the three, pick one uh, in flex: Christian Kirk, Marquise Brown, or Devontae Booker. Christian Kirk, Marquise Brown, or Devontae Booker. Booker's the Raiders one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if Jacobs, Jacobs is not going to play Booker all day, you know. Uh, but we just, but that might come down to a game day decision. Yeah. Jed, Frank Gore, Devin Singletary, or uh, De- uh, Devery Henderson, Daryl Henderson. Ooh, Frank. Those. <laughs> can I say none of them? <laughs> you had to pick one of the three for your flex. So Frank Gore, Singletary, and. Henderson? Daryl Henderson. Yeah. And the reason I do that, our friend Bobby, who's in our league, actually has this scenario. And I'll tell you which one he picked. I, I, I'll take Singletary, actually, there, I think. Yeah. That's I what he picked. Too. Yeah, he picked up that. Uh, he played uh, Singletary instead of Gore and Henderson. Yeah. yeah. Singletary is actually, you know, I thought um, I thought he actually was relegated towards backup, but the last few weeks, he, he won't get the touchdowns because Josh, Josh Allen will always run it in. But Singletary's picked up at least over 100 um, scrimmage yards last okay. game. Yeah. Jim, David Johnson, Naheem Hines, or David Montgomery? Montgomery. Oh, yeah, Montgomery. Yeah, all of those three. Montgomery's the same. Over mm-hmm. David Johnson. Oh, yeah, because he's coming back from IRR. You don't really know how they're going to use him. So I wouldn't take the chance. I would go for Montgomery. Got it. Okay. Hey, uh, Jen, let me ask you a question. DJ Chark or Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, whoever plays? Um, I would go with the running back situation. Yeah, so either Taylor or Naheem Hines. Got it. Okay. I think Hines, I think out of that, Hines would be the safest bet because he at least he has a role. No one knows what's going to happen to Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Jim Cooks. Brandon Cooks, are you playing him every single week now? Yes. There's no Wolf Fuller. Yeah, he's probably the best one. Uh, Jed, have you figured out on waivers? Are you looking at Kuti or you're looking at Randall Cobbs? Yeah, I like Kuti, um, actually. And I was going to say, if you need to swing for the fences on the wide receiver position, Kuti's not a bad option. He's the slot receiver. Yeah. Um, they need a number two. They can't just throw all day to Cooks. And I could and Deshaun Watson, if you've been watching him the last few games, he's been having a great, great – Yeah, totally. People are talking about him sneaking into the MVP conversation. And so I could see Kuti blowing up right before the playoffs. So not a bad mm-hmm. uh, chance to take. And all because of a switching head coach to a 74-year-old Romeo Cornell here. Well, that's why, like, honestly, don't – I think Swift is going to go off in these last few games with Detroit, partly because of Swift. Yeah. Assuming yeah. that he comes back from his concussion, that is. Yeah. Here's another wide receiver on the waiver wire. You guys look at Cole Beasley from the Bills. He's actually not a bad – him and James White – Actually, you're doing pretty good, and they're they're not big names, but I think they can help you as a flex player. Yeah. Hey, Jim. Speaking of James White, are which are you even looking at Damian Harris with the emergence of James White and now Sonya Michelle coming back in? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have Damian. I'll keep him on my dynasty league, but I actually, if if it's the, I would play James White before Harris. I mean, James White is reliable, is safe, especially with Cam Newton not really sure what's going on with him. James White's a safe pick for uh, Belichick. Yeah. Hey, speaking of New England, Jed, are Jacoby Myers, 
he did well for a couple weeks, has not been doing well. Are you even playing him at all? Yeah, no, I, I've been staying away from the Patriots offense all year. It's just too um, volatile. It's not, you never know what they're going to do. So, no, I wouldn't be sticking with Jacoby Myers. Mm-hmm. And, Jim, Damian Harris, you're keeping him on one of your dynasty. Out of your five spots, you're keeping Damian Harris? You know what? I'm putting him on there. I haven't chosen him because I think there's other folks. But you never know, you know? Like, But I'll, I'll just keep him there for a while. Last one. And Jed, last one. Noah Fant, Mark Andrews, or Zach Ertz? Oh, man. Andrews has been killing me. He's like, has not been playing. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably pick Noah Fant there. Yeah. Really? Over Mark Andrews? Even though pre-COVID, before that, he did pretty well. Yeah. I don't know. He's just, you know what? He is the third. I know he's like the third or fourth best tight end right now. So yeah, maybe, maybe Andrew, but I just been so disappointed in him. Yeah. Got it. Jim, uh, are you expecting a blow up game from a uh, blow up game from Travis Kelsey for the second weekend, not Travis Kelsey, uh, t- t- Tyreek Hill for a second weekend in a row? Um, you know, no, only because, I mean, I think he'll do pretty good, but I think they're, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be double covering him. And I actually think that they're going to try to contain help. So. Got it. And oh, since we're can oh, I go just do thing? going back to that tight end conversation, now you may make the argument that it actually would be wise to pick up a really good tight end like a Kelsey in the third round because there's not that many good tight ends out there. And if you have a Kelsey or a Waller or even an Ingram, you've got that pretty much covered, you know? Yeah. Well, hey, thank you. I know a lot of times all of us are Bears fans as we wrap up the show. Who are you picking this week? Are you picking up Bears or Lions, Judd? Oh, man. You know, I was going to pick Bears all day, but you guys made a good um, argument about the Lions with the head coach and them playing better. Um, but I'm sticking with the Bears. I think Montgomery's going to have a good game. They're due to finally win. Um, I'm hoping it'll be the Bears. Jim? I think Lions are going to win. Um, I, I do hope that the Bears lose because I don't need them getting an 8-8 record and having a bad draft pick. <laughs> I want the Bears to lose the rest of the games going forward. They fire Matt Nagy. They get a high draft pick, and they hire Jim Harbaugh. And they're going to hire Theo Epstein as the general manager. Or hey, the there you general go. Manager. Hey, right? Hey. We never know. That that might work out. Hey, I trust Theo, man. That guy is a smart dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. We are week 13. Hey, there are two Monday night games. There's a Tuesday night game, so it's going to be a very awkward a uh, couple days, and so looking forward to Tuesday. And, Jed, I'll talk to you on Tuesday morning. Sounds good. All right. Talk later, everyone.